Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. This episode is brought to you in part by Noom. Forget one-size-fits-all diets. With Noom, you get a personalized weight loss plan that's tailored to your lifestyle. No food is off-limits. Enjoy your favorites while discovering healthier habits. Noom's users love the flexible approach, blending psychology and biology to help you lose weight in a way that's sustainable for you. And great news for foodies. Noom just released the Noom Kitchen Cookbook with 100 delicious, healthy recipes. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M. Com. Grab your copy of The Noom Kitchen wherever books are sold. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Welcome to the Absolutely Not Podcast, where we do the most and the least at the same damn time. I'm your host, Heather McMahon. Hello, everybody. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the Absolutely Not Podcast. I'm your host, Heather McMahon. I'm thirsty as hell because the air is dry. So let me get a quick sip out of my Yeti. Hold on. Real friggin' refreshing. Um, How's everyone doing? Hope well. Hope you feel refreshed and ready to seize another week of what the fuck is going on? Oh, God. Where do I even begin? I just got back from Florida. It went well, much needed little reset refresher with some of my girls from my PICAP Apostle sorority. And we had the best time. I kind of tell you, I feel so richly blessed to have a group of really fun, smart, just creative women around me where we're all in different fields, all in different walks of life. Some are moms, some are getting divorced, some are doing shit. You know, it's just cool. It's just a cool group of women that we've all become like just insanely obsessed with each other. It's healthy, single white female as you can get. And we like doing these trips and we had this trip planned for a long time. And we decided, hey, we're still going to go through with it. We're in our own beach house. You know, I was getting reports from other people who live down on 30A, which is a stretch in Florida. Really the only good place about Florida. You know, I can talk shit about Florida because I am Southern and we've, I grew up in Florida basically. Well, in Georgia, but we've had a house in Florida forever. Geographically, let me break this down for you. 30A is on the Panhandle Coast. It's white sandy beaches, almost like the Bahamas, like Gulf of Mexico water. Beautiful crystal blue water. I mean, it's, it couldn't be better. It's just stunning gorgeous. Everything is picture perfect. You have these mega mansions on the beach. You have great little coffee shops and funky stores. There's nothing like surfside about it. It's very, I like to say it's the Hamptons of the South. Everybody thinks West Palm is. No, fuck West Palm. Okay, fuck that. Come down to Rosemary Beach. It is the fucking tits. And I gotta say, you know, big shout out to Florida. Everybody had a mask on. Everyone was, you know, doing their part. So this kind of reputation and and granted, we weren't in a hot spot. I know it's like more like Miami, Fort Lauderdale, all that. But for the most part, I thought everybody was really behaving themselves. I think there was like 12 of us. For the record, all got COVID tests before we came. 
you had to have a negative test before you came to the house. And we had a doctor in our group, Carrie, shout out to Carrie, I love her. And we took temperatures every day just to kind of keep things regulated. And we did the best we could. You know, I still see people going to fucking weddings and and parties and I'm not going to COVID shame anybody else. But I'm like, if you're being smart and you stay insulated with your group, you do you. I don't know what else to fucking tell you. We do at some point have to fucking feel normal again. And it felt so refreshing to go down and we stayed in our house. And one of our girlfriends in the group, shout out to Chef Elizabeth. She's so incredible. Follow her on Instagram at a day from scratch. She's an incredible chef. And she was basically like, in order for us to like not have to order out and do any of this shit and worry about going to dinner, she curated meals every night. She was our incredible chef. We had a French themed night. We did a, a virtual wine class, did all these wine tastings and then Italian night. I mean, it was great. It was just like we cooked in, we went to the beach, we did our thing. It was awesome. So I felt very safe going down there. Also, shout out to Delta Airlines for being the fucking best. I made diamond status. And I know that's not a lot for other people. It's the highest level. Well, actually, there's a secret level on Delta. It's called Delta 360, but you have to be invited into it. So I'm just manifesting it and putting it out there that somebody from Delta invites me into this members only group, even though I'm at the highest level right now that like publicly you can be at. But just if you have a vision board for me out there, please add Delta 360 to it. Anyways, but I've been working my ass off. I mean, I toured the entire year. I put everything I can on that fucking Amex. And, you know, it's a big milestone for me. Plenty of people were like, oh, my dad's Delta Diamond. Yeah, of course he is, Claire. Because he has a fucking corporate credit card. And he's putting it on IBM. This is all on me. Absolutely not productions. I came out of pocket for this, bitch. It's cool. I like it. I'm an aviation geek. I'm a nerd. I love Delta. I love Delta Airlines. They did such a good, they've been doing a great job with this whole COVID, you know, shit show. I heard people were on American sitting six deep in one seat. (laughs) Out of here. Get out of here. Absolutely not American Airlines. You know, Delta to me represents the world where they're like, this is absolutely a thing. And we're going to keep working, but we're going to do the best we can to social distance and clean and protect our employees and our people. American Airlines is like America right now. Six people fucking deep in one aisle, just cheese it's throwing them through the fucking air. No mask, no problem. That's it. Delta is reesh. Oh God, I'm a nerd. Anyways, uh, but it was exciting for me. You know, it feels good to travel. And a lot of y'all have asked, Heather, how does it feel to be on a plane? Honestly, if you do it right, everyone's required to wear a mask. I I mean, these airplanes have fucking hospital filters in them now. I felt very safe. You know, and we all got tested before we went. Now, granted, I could get in an Uber for on my way to the airport and the fucking Uber driver could have COVID and sneeze on me and you're fucked. I mean, it's still all a fucking gamble. You go down to fucking Trader Joe's in the morning. Who the fuck knows? Remember at the start of all this, we would like get our Amazon packages and Lysol them down. And then every single bottle of wine I got at Costco, I'd Lysol it down and wipe it. And I had the gloves and the this. I was this close to putting my raw finger in the tip of my ear because I thought a bug got in there and I slapped my own hand and said, Heather, you haven't used the hand sanitizer. Get out of here. Too comfortable. But shout out to my girls in Pie Cap Pasta. It's just, I feel really, truly blessed to be surrounded by a group of women who were just all really close, dear, obsessed friends with each other. And, you know, I know a lot of people message me and they're like, how do we join your Pie Cap Pasta? And 
I'm trying to figure out a way to make that happen, to open up the group to more people in the sense that our core insulated group really, truly are best friends. But I'm going to be working on some ways that we can start doing maybe some events where we can get some other like-minded ladies who just are like adults. It's like, we're all fucking adults. You know, we were all, some of us were in sororities in college and you had to deal with that bullshit. This is like a no bullshit group of women who are all in different walks of life who just want to hang and fucking bitch and have a good time and network and help each other and do good shit. And that's what I'm about. We eat tacos and then we turn on the song, WAP, wet ass pussy, wet and gushy. Please tell me all have seen the the WAP music video. Holy shit, it's so good. First of all, Meg Thee Stallion is the modern day Trina. If you don't know who Trina is, I don't know what to do with you right now. Trina. Trina had this like fucking, it's hard to describe her voice. It's just, it had like a kick to it. Cardi B's rap part is great. And then Meg Thee Stallion comes in and she talks. She just got this cadence in her voice and this extra oomph that lets you know Meg Thee Stallion is literally like if, if you were out and you ran into your ex, not even Cardi, and I fucking love Cardi, but Meg the Stallion would low key, she'd be like, hold on, who's that, Dylan? You'd be like, fuck, don't look right now, Meg. You're like, don't look. You're sitting at Chipotle. You're like, fuck, Dylan just walked in. She's like, hold on, let me handle it. And you're like, Meg, no, don't. And then she goes up to Dylan and she says something so chill, like Cardi would pop off. You know what I mean? Cardi would be like, brat, brat, brat. Oh no, Dylan. But, but Meg would be so chill. She would crawl right behind him. Like he's in line to order his burrito bowl and Meg the Stallion would be right behind him and would slowly blow on the back of his neck, but where he kind of thinks it's like a bug. So he's just not turning around. And then she would get in his ear and she's like, today you're going to (laughs) die. You know what I mean? Like that friend, like that's the level of energy in between Cardi B and Meg the Stallion. Meg would just be like, Dylan, you're about to die. And he'd be like, damn. And you'd be like, yes, Meg. Thanks, girl. That's it. And then she would just be like, grab your burrito bowl and we got to get the fuck out of here. That would be it. Where Cardi B would get the cops called on us immediately because she would pop off at the mouth and be, you know, and you'd be like, Cardi, goddamn it. I told you, please settle down. You're embarrassing me. But Meg just, I feel like could kill you with one word. Bam. It's out. Dylan shit his pants, scared for life, regretted it. So that's the WAP song. But man, that thing, wet ass pussy. It's good. I had a sap this weekend, sandy ass pussy, rolling around in the sand. I forgot, go in the water to pee, or you go in the water to cool off. And I like to sit in the water like on my knees and kind of like dig my toes into the sand to kind of brace myself with the soft waves. I don't want to go out too deep to the sandbar because the sandbar is not comfortable for me. What do you want me to do? Go all the way out there and then have to stand up and not be cooled by the water? Doesn't make sense. I like a low frontal tide, little splash sesh. But damn it, I had, I, I mean, I'm still pulling sand out of the old, the old, what, what do I want to call it? A hot pocket? I don't know. It's a sandy pocket right now. And it'll be there for weeks. Ladies, you know what I'm talking about. Absolutely not. You go to the beach, you come back a week and a half, you think you have a very hygienic regimen to get everything out. You know, Thursday hits and you're like, you go to pee, a wife after you pee and you're like, I am full of sand. I don't even know where this came from. It is what it is. You know, sap, sandy ass pussy. And that's what's up. Listen, these voicemails were so out of control this weekend. I don't know if you guys were all on angel dust. Um, If you've just hit a part of 2020 that you're just really fucking over it. I thought the voicemails were so funny last week. And I want to continue to get into them because y'all are just truly, truly, truly killing me. Let's get into the voicemails. Thank you to... 
all of my girlfriends for filling up my love tank in the words of Vicky Gunvalson. I needed my love tank full. Felt good. It also felt good to be at a house with some other bitches and just talk about shit and to feel normal again. You know, I feel like a lot of us in 2020 are trying to, you know, make little changes, try and figure some shit out. I mean, this is the time now, right? The time now is to try and figure out, are you a night owl? Are you a morning person? What, what, what are you into? I'm trying to get on some sort of routine, some schedule while I'm locked up raw. <sighs> but then I realized, alas, I'm still a night owl. You know what I mean? I, I do my best work at night. And you know what I like to do? My best work when I'm working on my computer and I'm laying in bed on the most wonderful unbelievably affordable but luxurious sheets ever. And they're from Brooklinen. I am literally obsessed with these sheets. Literally the Brooklinen sheets have like brought new life and feeling into my space. I am used to being on the road. I'm used to staying in like cool hotels. And I just love that hotel luxury feeling. And it's kind of nice. Like I made my little oasis. Uh, you know, we did this little build down at my mom's house and I made this little oasis. And I, and I just think that having really great sheets makes a total friggin' difference. I'm obsessed. It's a luxury product at a low price. And honestly, it's motivated me to like, once I get a good night's sleep to get up and take, take on the day. Even if I'm up working until 3am, I'm still, when I turn my brain off, I'm laying in these amazing Brooklyn and sheets and I'm just obsessed with them. Here's the thing. They work directly with manufacturers and directly with customers. So there's no middlemen, just a great product and service. All luxury products without the luxury markup. I'm telling you, these sheets are unbelievable. They have towels, they have shower curtains, even ultra soft loungewear making you feel like you never left bed. Silk eye masks, robes, furniture, art and totes, all the final details that make up your big upgrade. I mean, they move beyond the bedroom to offer bathroom and life essentials. Brooklinen has everything. All you got to do is go to brooklinen.com, which is the perfect place to start making small changes that make big difference in your life. Brooklinen is so confident in their products and all their sheets, comforters, loungewear, towels. They all come with a lifetime warranty. Go on, make yourself comfortable. Get 10% off your first order and free shipping when you use promo code absolutely only at brooklinen.com. Brooklinen, everything you need to live your life most comfortable. And remember, it's brooklinen.com, promo code absolutely. Now back to the podcast. You know, what's interesting, it's kind of hard when you get older, you know, I have a lot of friends and this is, this is not a negative thing, but you know, they have kids and husbands and they're doing their own thing. And I totally, I totally get it, especially after this year, but it is really fun when you have, uh, and we have some married people in our group, but it is really fun when you have a group of women who are cool with like leaving, oh God, this goes out so fucked up. Not cool with ditching their family, but it is cool to hang out with women who are like, yeah, oh, fuck yeah. I left the kids and my husband at home. I just need to get away. And I hope that doesn't come off wrong, but you know what I mean? Like I just needed a weekend with girls where we didn't talk about kids and we just sat around and just farted and giggled and just had a good time. And wow. Oh, this is so fucking funny. We're sitting on the beach watching sunset and everybody again was really good at social distancing. And this woman has this giant glass of Chardonnay. She's walking down the beach with her husband and we're all just kind of, it's like our last night. And she just screams like, Oh my God, Heather. Oh my God. I knew you were down here, but wow. And she's like, I'll keep my distance. She was really respectful about it. I was like, hey girl, you look great. Like da, 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 da. we're chatting. And she's like, fuck yeah. I see a bunch of women here. Where are your kids? And two of my girlfriends who have kids were like, oh, we left them at home. And literally this woman was so fucking Floridian and so great. I feel like her name was like Sandra. And she just goes, oh yeah, I left my kids back at the hotel with their older brother. Fuck that. Fuck my kids. 
literally put her finger up. Mind you, she's on the beach with a glass, not a plastic cup. I know we're anti-plastic, but not like a Yeti, a koozie, a something. She has a full fucking goblet of Chardonnay filled to the brim on a night walk with her husband. And her husband literally in a very country accent goes, who the fuck is this? I was like, don't worry about it, Todd. And she literally is screaming. She's like, fuck my kids. Y'all enjoy yourselves. Hell yeah. Women's rights. Let's go. And just kept walking. And I was like, this is so fucking great. Like she saw it P to P. She saw us. We saw her. It was like, did you need a break? This is a fucking tough year. Bitch, I see you. You see us. Let's go. Keep it Gucci. All right, we're going to get into these voicemails. Y'all are nuts. These make me giggle. Let's get into it. But again, thank you to my wonderful friends for always being so supportive. Thanks y'all for listening to the podcast. And uh, let's get into it. Hi, Heather. This is Carly. My friend Julie and I just met you at Rosemary Beach. And I just want to say absolutely yes to how sweet and kind you were. They say don't meet your heroes, but they're absolutely fucking wrong. But my absolutely not for you is I was getting my first wax post quarantine. And I was laying on that table spread eagle like a fucking hot pastrami sandwich my technician she had the audacity to say in front of my sasquatch down there she said some of my patients have had their husbands and boyfriends waxing them during quarantine and i said absolutely fucking not these men can't even be trusted to shave their balls let alone pour hot molten wax on my vagina and then rip it off. It's just an absolutely not. And I need to hear from the victims of this scenario. And I think some of the victims might be your listeners. I'd love to hear your thoughts on Jeff waxing your grundle. And I look forward to hearing it from it on the next episode. Love and light. Carly. Oh my God. Okay. First of all, loved running into you. Thank you for saying hi. And you were so gentle and cool. And I know it's so awkward in mass, but I appreciate you being respectful. One night when I was just literally up at this outdoor bar, which was, was not even busy getting a drink, this woman grabbed me and was like, take a photo with my daughter. I was like, okay, ma'am, this is aggressive. Please do not put your mask next to my mask. Like chill. But Carly, I remember running into you. You were an absolute angel baby. So, okay, wait, first of all, what the fuck? Absolutely not. You're telling me that we've gotten to the point where we're asking our spouses for waxes. Listen, when I burnt my taint, uh, what felt like You know, it just happened yesterday, but about three months ago, I did have to put myself in a very vulnerable position and allow Jeff to coconut oil me up. He had to put a medication, a lubricant and some aloe vera where the sun don't shine. But that was a medical thing. Do you know what I mean? That was a medical procedure. I really don't want to believe this woman. I want to, I'm sure you have a wonderful Brazilian wax esthetician, but I want to hope and pray that this is not actually a thing. Now, I am not one of those people who's like, you can't be intimate. I'm not trying to tell you what level of, you know, sharing it all with your spouse should be. But I, let me tell you something right now. As God is my witness, so help me God. I'm never asking Jeff to give me a freaking wax. I mean, 
that have we just given up? Jeff does this thing where like if he gets an ingrown hair, if he gets a zit, if he gets something, he says, Heather, get your tools. Listen, in a previous life, I probably was a dermatologist. I like to pick. I like to prod. I like to clean. I like to get in there. I like to do a little dermaplaning, shave your face. Great. So I, I've been on places on Jeff. You know, I've had to check for something before. But if I ever, if he was like, babe, can you wax my nuts? I would set the house on fire and vice versa. Absolutely friggin' not. You're telling me you're going to just let your spouse put hot wax on your genitals and rip it off? Guys, ladies, we got to keep a couple things up our sleeves. And I am woman, hear me roar. But come on. This is how it starts. And now here's the thing, unless they have a weird fetish, unless they want to wax and they like get a boner and it's a sexual foreplay, although I wouldn't really wax and then have sex. You know, when you get waxed, you're not even supposed to sweat down there for like, what, like eight hours? You know, you got to come showered, prepared, exfoliated, ready to go. The skin's too raw to then do a lot of mushing and mashing, getting it all gushy in the words of Cardi B and Meg Thee Stallion, you know, post-wax. You got raw skin down there. That's insane, Carly. Ladies, if you're listening to this and you have at any point allowed your spouse to wax you on your genitals, wrap it up. Wear some PPE, go down to the European Wax Center, wherever the hell you go, and see your girl Maria and do it the right way. Let go, let God. I cannot. I know we're like really into washing our hands and keeping that sanitized, but why are we not paying attention to how we're washing our face? Y'all, I found this brush. I'm so glad they're sponsored the podcast, but I'm freaking obsessed. And it's called the Tau Clean Orbital Face Brush System. Dude, this is going to change your life. I know that you're ready to elevate your skincare and see incredible results quickly. Then you need the Tau Clean Orbital Facial Brush. You're not going to find anything else like it. You'll also see on the site that this brush gets five-star rave reviews. Literally, the brush, it has a unique charging base for your brush handle. So it doesn't take up a lot of room on the vanity, which is so annoying with other brushes. And it disinfects the brush head. That's right. The UVC rays kill 99.9% of bacteria. So think about it. There's like other brushes on the market, but they just sit there and collect filth. This, you literally put it in its little, it looks like a little spaceship almost. You put the brush back in its little head and literally the UVC light kills the bacteria. Why would you take what's on your face and then just leave it on the brush? No, 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 no. Baby, we need to be cleaning. I'm telling you, if you check out the towel clean facial brush online, it has five-star reviews across the board. Just read the testimonials online. Honestly, they're incredible. And it's a facial, like the facial brush complements any bathroom countertop. The design is super sleek and modern and honestly futuristic. It's cool. Everybody who comes to my room is like, wait, what is that? I'm like, that's the towel brush. Let me tell you about it. Towel Clean is offering my listeners 62, that's 62% off the towel clean orbital facial brush. Normally it retails for $149. This discount also applies towards any product site-wide. Just go to Tao, T-A-O clean.com slash absolutely to take advantage of this incredible savings. That's towclean.com slash absolutely to get 62% off facial brush and anything else site-wide. Now back to the podcast. Hi, Heather. This is Aaliyah Vincent from Austin, Texas. I have an absolutely not. First of all, I'm driving so hungover, sweating my ass off, and just like fucking pissed. See someone behind me on the highway. It's the passenger side, and their fucking foot is out the window. 
on a damn highway. I'm like, what are you doing, sweet girl? Like, your foot doesn't need that many, that much breeze. I don't know, like, the fuck? Anyways, I'm just pissed and hungover, and I don't want to see your foot outside my window. So, anyways, love you, girl. Bye. Okay, Aaliyah, this is great. First of all, the reason I picked this voicemail is not even because you're upset about the foot. It's it's nothing to do with the fucking foot. Because you know what? If she's dumb enough to let her foot hang out of the fucking window on a major, you know, eight-lane highway, well, then she's yeah, she's cruising for a bruising. You know, you could have a Mazda Miata come by going 85 and a 73. Next thing you know, you don't got a foot. So that's on her. It's not, it's, you know, P2P, it's not your job to regulate whether or not maybe she has a fungal infection. Maybe she needs to air it out. Maybe the other folks in the car were like, put those fucking nasty ass feet outside. We don't know what the situation was. But the real situation that we have at hand is how fucking miserable you are when you're hungover. And I live for it. Everything about this voicemail is an absolutely yes to me because we've all been there. Nothing is fucking worse than when you had an epic night and then the next day you got to get on the fucking highway and drive your ass home. Like truly driving hungover is, is the worst thing on the planet. I'd rather be in a bouncy house hungover. You know what I mean? I'd rather you tell me I've got to go to a kid's birthday party and dress up like Elsa and get in a bounce castle and vomit in a costume for three hours than have to do like a four-hour drive home from the beach or the lake house or your, you know, whatever. When you're in that car, you can't get comfortable. Your your lower lumbar support starts to just seize up. You know, you don't know. You're drinking a, a McDonald's Sprite on ice because you're like, this is the only thing that's going to keep keep me from just yakking. There's something about Sprite. I don't eat McDonald's, but a Sprite from McDonald's, we all know is the fucking best. You got your giant Sprite. You got your six bags of different Doritos. You get the, the Thai chili, the Cool Ranch and the Dorito. You got them all lined up so you can do a zip line dip and just kind of get every all three flavors so it's a party in your mouth. You've got a Reese's peanut butter cup there too because you know you're going to need something sweet after the savory. You try and put on my podcast. You're like, oh God, I can't even listen to this bitch's voice. You put on some smooth bossa nova jazz because you don't know what's going to fit. You, next thing you know, you're just crying to strawberry wine from Dina Carter. You remember that song? Strawberry wine, 17. And you're just weeping in your car, hungover about your ex from high school. You're like, why didn't Danny call me back? crunch crunch you just keep eating just just literally you take the bag of the thai chili doritos if you haven't had that flavor it's fucking delicious and you just let it go down the throat you're choking it's a light choke you got to reach for your your mcdonald's sprite you realize you drank it all and then you panic you've got that fucking horrible smart water that i swear to god leaves you more thirsty you're trying to get that you got crumbs everywhere You're in a big old soggy t-shirt at this point. You're just crying to Deanne Carter. Was it Dina? Deanne. I think it was Deanne Carter. And you're just looking toward, you're like, it's Sunday. I fucked up. Why? And then you keep replaying every drink. You're like, okay, at four o'clock, I started with rosé. And then at five o'clock, I had two jello shots. But I said I was going to stop there. And then I had brown liquor. And then I had six white claws. And then I had two more bottles of rosé. But then we went to dinner. And then so I thought I'd be classy. So I had two a glass of champagne and then a Sauvignon Blanc. And then we had a bottle of Nebbiolo. And then I had six awesome bucos. Awesome bucos. What? 
I just make salt and buco and awesome buco, which is, you know, the lamb dish. I'm sorry, salt and bucos. And then I had four rips of my girl McKenzie's mango jewel. And I just feel so bad. That's it. That's where this came from. You don't even care about the woman's foot out the car. I'm just, I'm in your car right now. The air conditioning, it's like blast too hard. And then 30 seconds in, you're too fucking cold. You don't know what to do because your body can't regulate. And you're just weeping, listening to old Tanya Tucker songs, questioning everything in the universe. And then at one point, when you speed up and you pass a woman whose foot's hanging out of her car, you're like, don't take the COVID vaccine. It's too soon. And they're like, ma'am, you're swerving across the highway. Oh, yeah, baby. I've been there. I've been there. And I got to be honest with you. That's how I got to uh, Diamond Delta, Delta Diamond, because I couldn't do it anymore. I'm not a road trip gal. I don't find a thrill in being in the car. I'm not a great driver. I don't enjoy it. Like, I love to hit an outlet. You know what I mean? Like, I'll drive, go up 400 and hit the outlets. That's the only thing. If you let me stop at the outlets on the way on a trip, I'll fucking be fired up. I'll do the driving. But then that Sunday back, don't ask me to be behind the wheel. I need to lay down in the back with the cool compress, my 65 different Dorito flavors, and I need to just have a moment. Maybe even do some mindful meditation because I know I put myself in this position. It's really self-loathing. And then you get home, you take a shower, you're still sweating out vodka sodas, you get in bed at like 6 p.m. And then your mom does what my mom did today. And she came in and she just looked over my my lifeless body basically. And she goes, how much do you weigh? And I said, what the fuck, mom? She's like, I don't know. I just, you look really swollen after your trip. How much did you, how much do you weigh? And I'm like, I don't know, bitch. And then you re-question while you move back in with your mother. And then you put on a little international house hunters online. And then you realize this show's a shambling. What's the world really come to? I hear you, but it has nothing to do with the foot. And it has everything to do with those white claws. Listen, Take a BC powder, chug an iced tea, bitch, live your life. Thanks for calling. Absolutely not. Listen, I've had to make, you know, a difficult choice in life when I had a couple options that were just too similar. You know, I, I feel like we're inundated with information. You're like, do I go with this one? Do I go with that one? What do I choose? I'll tell you something. Having something extra makes your choice easier. And that's why busy hard seltzers stand out by having something that all the other hard seltzers don't. And that's antioxidant vitamin C. You know I'm on my health and wellness journey, baby, but I still need to get that crisp, crisp hard seltzer. When I'm on the beach with my girls, after a nice day, I treat myself, I did some writing. Let's have the busy seltzer and I don't feel bad. It's got that vitamin C antioxidant. I mean, come on, if you're going to make the choice, go with the vitamin C choice. In the busy seltzer, it's extracted from an acerola cherry, which is a super fruit with, listen to this, 30 times more vitamin C per cup than an orange. And listen, there are plenty of hard seltzers on the market, but why would you not go with something that has vitamin C to make the choice a little bit easier? And guess what? It's a lot tastier. I'm obsessed. Pineapple mango, black cherry lime, strawberry kiwi, and blueberry pomegranate. Literally, the strawberry kiwi is friggin' insane. I love to pour it over a little bit of ice, keep it crisp, crisp, cool in that Yeti cooler, slice strawberry on top, bam, we'll see ya. It's amazing. You can now enjoy refreshment 
hey, with a little vitamin C. And at 5% alcohol by volume and only 100 calories and less than one gram of real cane sugar per can, every sip of Vizzy is more exhilarating. Here, upgrade your hard seltzer with Vizzy. To find out where you can purchase Vizzy, go to Vizzy, V-I-Z-Z-Y, hardseltzer.com. That's Vizzy, hardseltzer.com. Must be 21 or older. Let's get to the next voicemail. Hi, Heather. This is Sydney from Wisconsin. I have an absolutely yes for you. And that is shopping till I'm dropping at the Waukesha Outlet Mall without my fiance. I'm having the time of my life. I get to spend three hours at the TJ Maxx and the Hobby Lobby. Granted, I'm over, you know, $400 deep, but you know, you got to do what you got to do to stay thriving. I would also say absolutely not though. Uh, got to keep it, keep it humble to the amount of fall decor already out in August. I guess you have to look, you know, forward to something. Sydney from Wisconsin. I swear to God. I mean, this is serendipitous. I was just talking about how much I freaking love the outlets. Girl, baby girl, I'm thrilled for you. You got a beautiful day to yourself. You don't have to drag around this old ball and chain. You're like, bitch, I've mapped it out. God, remember when you stop at the outlets and you literally get out the map? Not not the phone map. I want a physical paper map. Even in a time of COVID, don't give me some QR code bullshit. Give me the physical fucking map. You see the J Crew, the Ann Taylor. Then you go around the corner, you get the Converse. You get that Banana Republic factory outlet. Fuck me up. You know what you're buying in there? A trench coat. You didn't even want one, but you're like, gotta get a brown trench coat. You go into the, um, oh fuck, the coach outlet, even though like nobody wears coach and you're like, I gotta have it. You're like, I might buy an old leather wallet. Yeah, it might make a good gift. Now, I don't know if these are Tanger outlets or, or the Simons outlets. I don't know what outlets you're at, but you end up going into stores like Eddie Bauer. You're like, I don't even fucking know what Eddie Bauer is, but you're in there. You're in it just because it's at the outlets. I've said this and I'll say it again. Yeah, it's my dream one day to be the face of a giant cosmetics brand. Yeah, if Revlon called me and they're like, we want you to be a Revlon girl, I'd be like, I'd fucking weep and just flail myself in my garage because I wouldn't know what to do because that is like peak, that is like peak endorsement, right? Would love to be the face of Louis Vuitton or something or Dior or whatever. That's how you know you made it when you never have to call anybody. You don't have to get a stylist. They just, that brand just sends you gowns to wear to like red carpet shit. But there's something about being in an outlet. I don't care. Even if I was at the top, top, you bet your ass I'm going into the J Crew outlet on the way to fucking Milwaukee and my ass is getting every sort of ill-fitting sweater that's in a neon color at the J Crew factory store. You know it. I know it. We know it. Let's go. I'll tell you down on 30A where I was at um, towards Destin, which is like the main drag of 30A, great outlets. And damn, when it rains at the beach, everyone's there. Whoever thought to put outlets in a beach town was fucking genius. I like to think that I have foresight. I'm business savvy. But the dude or lady, most likely a lady who was like, yeah, Rick, Let's put outlets near the beach so when it rains, everyone goes to J. Crew was a genius. So your absolute yes was that you're having a beautiful day at the outlets by yourself. Your absolutely not, though, is that they're putting up the fall decor too soon. I gotta be honest with you, it stresses me out. Whatever happened to living in the present? Now, I know that we are speeding up this year because we want to get the fuck out of it. I'm really hoping that, you know, I think the sentiment is that we're just gonna get a full reset. 
on New Year's Eve. Guys, I don't know that that's going to be the case. I don't know. I would love that. But I think we're kind of, they say hindsight's twenty twenty. Oh, is it? Shut the fuck up. I'm ready for New Year's Eve. I don't want to be at Christmas. You know, I hate Christmas. And my thing is, I always travel. Will I be able to go away for the holidays? Or will I have to put up a Christmas tree, be stuck in my house and look at my mom and just cry for five days that my dad's dead? That's really what I'm trying to avoid. I'd like to be on an island. But I do. I get stressed out. Why is the pumpkin stuff out? I mean, for fuck's sake, the kids aren't even in school. Now we're going to, you're going to make them COVID Halloween? Don't tease them like that. Summer is not over till at least, I'd say October 1st. Into September is still, to me, summer. It's at 900 degrees. I'm wearing hot shorts. When you put a gourd on the table, I'll take off my hot shorts. I need time to get into my jeans. Don't rush me. God damn it. An outlet moment? Fuck yeah. I hope you had the crisp, beautiful paper map. I hope you went to Auntie Anne's pretzel and you dipped it in butter. And then you went over to the Mrs. Fields cookies shop because you know the food options are just fucking terrible. But if you want junk food, like you can thrive. I hope you got a warm pretzel and a warm cookie and drank a, like a just a real Coke and zipped around there and got yourself a trench coat at the Banana Republic factory store. Live, laugh, motherfucking outlet shop, girl. Let's get to the next voicemail. Let's be honest here. I know it's been a while since you've uh, had a roommate. How do you deal with them? I feel like every day I wake up with some other bullshit going on in my fucking kitchen. I just don't know how to do with it anymore. She's doing this. She's doing that. She left the hose on and cost me $600. How do you fix that? How do you tell somebody you're done? I don't want to be your roommate anymore. By the way, I forgot to tell you my name, Tara, but I don't know how to fix it. How do you do it? How do you fix it? Okay, this is such a great voicemail. Again, y'all were so fucked up all weekend. All right, you said your your name towards the end of this, but you said it kind of Tara or Kara. I don't know. I think you're from New Jersey or like somewhere in the Northeast. Tara, Kara, you swallowed it a bit. It got in the back of the, you know, it was it was in the back of the throat. Also loved it. Like salutations, you're like good night. How do you deal with the roommate? Guys, I have a roommate. It's my mother. Volunteered volunteered, got real country there, to move home. Because I was like, this is going to be awesome. I want to keep an eye on her. We're taking over the family home. Yada, yada, yada. I walk in the door from this fucking trip. She immediately goes, it's time to pay the piper, is what she said. You look swollen. You had too much salt. You need water. And I'm getting assaulted as soon as I walk in the damn door. That's my roommate. My roommate's blood. She's kin. I can't put a you know pillow over her mouth in the middle of the night and just say, say la vie. The cops will know. And in it. All right, let me get this straight. So she left the hose on. You know, I left the hose on two weeks ago because I fill up rigs. My sweet angel puppy, French bulldog, rigatoni, cannoli, Gandolfini Daniels. I have a little kitty pool next to our pool that I keep in the shade for him. So he splashes around just so it's like safe. You know what I mean? Well, I went to go fill it up, left the damn hose on. Now our hose has one of those things where, you know, you turn it off so there's not water just running, but I didn't turn it off at the spigot. I thought my mom was going to whoop my ass. She's like, I was like, oh, okay. I looked at Riggs. I go, we got to go to our room. We got to seek, seek shelter. You forget. The hose is a very easy thing to forget. Unless the water is just straight shooting out of it, it's very easy. I don't know what your hose situation is, but I do think you need to be a little bit lenient. But if you got a $600 bill and she did it, she's got to pay for it. 
But I, I, I got to be honest with you. I think you're at your wit's end. Like my mom and I can, after an hour, I go down, I get a snack. She apologizes. I apologize. We make up, you know, and then we end up watching like cats playing the piano on YouTube and just giggling and farting all night together. That's our relationship. But I think you're done. You're at your wit's end. Here's my thing. I don't know if you're friends with your roommate. I don't think you are because I think if you had a closer friendship, you could say, hey, listen, I love you, but I got to go out and do my own thing. Or they would be able to sense it. You would have already squashed the beef. I think this is more of a random roommate situation. And if that's the case, again, just set the house on fire and walk away. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I say set the house on fire. I know people have lost their homes and buyers. I, you know, it's like when I joke about cancer though, fuck it. If you've been through it, whatever. I just think for some reason it makes me giggle. It's just like an immediate, just, all right, well, that's a wrap. I think you just need to tell her. I'm like, listen, Shelly, you left the hose on. I can't stand being around you. Good riddance. And then you just shut the door. The way you ended this voicemail, you do the same thing. You pack up your bag. You be like, I got out of our lease. Good riddance. And you just shut the door and skeet out. And you get in your Camry and you peel out of the fucking garage and you knock down the, <laughs> the fucking post, post box, post office. What is it? Not P.O. box. Mailbox. Jesus, help us and save us. You know, and then you let go, let God, and then you block her on all social media. That's dramatic. Or you could just do the, you know, the normal thing and sit her down and go, hey, girl, um, I need you to move out. Or, hey, girl, I'm going to move out. I feel like because of the tone of the voicemail and the fact that I still don't know if your name is Tara or Cara because you, you choked on it, I think you're going to be a dramatic bitch. Safely, legally, I would say, Sit them down. Say, I'm so sorry. These are the things. These are my pros and cons lists. You're making me upset. I always believe that communication is the best thing, but I feel like you're going to just yell, where you been, bitch? I'm out. Grab a duffel bag. Throw your cat in the Camry. Peel out. Run over the rose bushes on your way out. I don't know. Absolutely not to being violent or, you know, sticking them with a bill or something like that. But I think you just need to say, hey, you owe me $600 for the water bill and I don't want you to live here anymore. Right? I mean, I, I can't even do that at my house. This woman, I came out of birth canal. She reminds me every day. It's like fun being home. And I love my mom, obviously. And we did it because I, she's getting older and I want her to be around. But there are days where I'm like, she does not respect my space. And don't worry, guys, she doesn't fucking listen to my podcast. So it's not like she's going to know. I had a very big week of work. My writing partner, Jen, was like, Heather, does your mom know like what's going on? I go, Jen, bitch, she will show up at the premiere and tell me she doesn't like my outfit. But that's okay because that's how we work and it's good. But I, I think Kara Tara, I think you just got to pack the duffel, grab the cat, get in the Camry and fucking bug out. And that's on God, period. Y'all, just as I was about to go to another voicemail, I hear a tip, tip, tap. No, not even a tap at the door. And Robin McMahon just bum rushes in here. It's like, you doing your freaking podcast? Yes, ma. I'm doing my podcast. And ladies and gentlemen, just like that, she comes in, she steals the show, and then she gets the fuck out and shrinks my clothes. But listen, you know, this is kind of full circle. I love all the voicemails. I love everybody calling in. And I love spending time with... Badass bitches. And, I, you know, I've, I'm lucky to have a badass bitch mom in my corner who she just fucking hustles and gets shit done. And she's savage and I'm savage back. And that's why it works. You know, obviously, you guys know it's all in good fun with Robin and I. But I know I'm going to get one message and somebody's going to be like, your mom fat shames you. Oh, shut the fuck up, Lindsay. We're giggling. 
She's the only person who keeps me in check. I've said it from day one. If I when I go wedding dress shopping, Robin's the only bitch I'm taking. Because if she says I look like Marilyn Monroe, guys, watch out. I look so good. Oh, God. Anyways, I love all the wonderful women in my life. I love all the men who listen to this. I met a great guy on the beach named Andrew. He was a sweetheart. He's like, I listen to the podcast. So shout out to him. The one guy. Um, but listen, I love you guys. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for being encouraging. Call into the Absolutely Not line. Keep them coming. We're, we're only in August, y'all. Imagine how much fucking crazier this shit's going to get. But I'm here for you. And I'm here to giggle. Uh, like, click, subscribe. Send this to your Aunt Lisa. You know she's an alcoholic. And uh, that's on God. Love you guys. Bye. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode. Don't forget to subscribe, rate us, and leave a review. And as always, follow me on Instagram at Heather K. McMahon. See you guys soon.